Many scientists were still instinctively opposed to the idea that the universe had a beginning. They felt that a point of creation would be a place where the laws of science broke down, and one had to appeal to religion and the hand of God to determine how the universe would start off. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. upset many physicists, but it delighted those religious leaders who believed in an act of creation, for here it seemed, was scientific proof. This discovery, was one of the most important in the history of science. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Let's take a look at the definition of supernatural, shall we? The definition of supernatural, of or relating to an order of existence beyond the visible observable universe, especially of or relating to God or of God, demigod, spirit, devil, departing from what is usual or normal, especially so as to appear to transcend the laws of nature. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if we take a look at that definition, this is stating something that transcends nature. According to science, the singularity that caused the violent explosion known as the expansion of the Big Bang actually existed outside of nature. You see, according to what science says about the singularity, it came into existence from literally nothing. This is what atheist scientists as well as religious scientists are claiming, that there was nothing in the universe, there was no nature, no matter, no time, no space, just simply timelessness, eternity. And suddenly, the singularity came into existence. This is what Kentoven is speaking about, the small dot filled with heat and energy. No one knows what generated it. No one knows what powered it. But according to scientists, it exploded and expanded, creating our universe. How did it go about creating the universe? It created literal space time and matter and everything that you see in it everything that is a part of the physical world including your reflection including all that you see around you in your environment was created through this now being that this is the case being that the singularity and the big bang existed outside of the universe because it is actually what created the universe according to science that makes it, by definition, supernatural. 
How can there be laws of nature if nature doesn't even exist at this point? Now, the reason why Christians believe that God is the conceiver and conceptualize the universe this way is because when we think about what it is that things were like before the universe, it perfectly attributes to God and the quality of his nature. In the Bible, God is described as an eternal entity that is outside of time, without time. It doesn't suffer from the limitations or physicality that humans do. That which exists within the universe suffers from second law thermodynamics called entropy. Entropy is what happens whenever the universe expands. It pulls everything apart from it. By doing so, it causes complexity and everything around you to expand as well because you are a part of the universe. You're connected with it. You're actually an extension of the universe. Every part of you is going into disorder. Your body, the universe, everything is going into chaos as it is stretched apart like a rubber band. So, back to the attributes of God. God is timeless and eternal. Whatever created the singularity that was powerful enough to create the universe had to logically be powerful enough to be able to create such a thing in order for the universe to be made. Something basically would need to be extremely powerful that it can create a universe by itself, by sheer will. So we've got an all-powerful God. We've got a God that is timeless and eternal. And why do we believe that this mechanism or this prime mover was conscious or sentient would probably be the question that atheists ask. Well, if you were to ask atheists, do they believe that the materials in the universe had the recipe for life? They would all have to agree. How could they doubt that because they themselves are alive? The materials of the universe had the materials required in order to create consciousness and mind. So one would logically have to assess that the very source of it, where the recipe came from, would also too, logically and rationally, have consciousness and mind, thought process, will, choice. This is the reason why Christians believe that God created the universe. This isn't just a matter of biblical, this is a matter of science. Stephen Hawking, who was an atheist, he knew that if he proved that the universe had a beginning, this would instill within all people that the Bible was correct. Because the Bible describes in detail how God created the universe. It said, God let there be light. It said that God created the heavens and the earth. And the heavens, according to the Bible, are the celestial body that we know of as the universe. The book of Hebrews goes in even further by stating that earth was not only the planet that God created, but there were many, many more. Now, some atheists out there ask, well, why would God create other worlds? Well, you may want to actually try reading the Bible 
instead of making all kinds of assumptions. But the question you should be asking yourself is, how is it that primitive men knew that a universe even existed? They can't see the universe without telescopes. They're not able to step out of the atmosphere into the coldness of space. So how did they know that? How did they know that God created other worlds? Unless something powerful and holy told them. Unless something bestowed wisdom and knowledge upon them. There's a great deal of things in the Bible that God teaches mankind that couldn't have possibly been learned by mankind himself at the stage of existence that they were in. A lot of these people were nomads living in the desert. They had no formal education. They had nothing to be able to give them the information. In the book of Job, God talks about the ocean and talks about halos and beneath and actually tells Job that deep in the depths of the ocean, there is clean rivers, clean rivers of water that run through different sequences and sections of the ocean. And I know some of you out there will find that unusual. How is it possible that clean water can run through salt water and actually have a little area where it actually cuts itself off from that? Sounds unusual, but in the last 50 years, scientists figured out that this is true. There are areas in the ocean where there is clean water that somehow is, has its own valve, its own steam section where it's able to do that. And they also came up with the idea that there may be energy that comes out of vents that are in the water. Now, there's no way Job could have known this. It took submarines and scuba gear and all kinds of equipment that we have in modern day to be able to go that deep into the ocean to be able to find out that the Bible was, in fact, true about its claim. And that claim came directly from the words of God in the Bible. Read the book of Job. You'll be amazed. If you're not distracted by the conversation between the devil and God, and you actually listen to some of the things that God says to Job, there's some secrets there. A lot of Christians and a lot of atheists miss a couple of the words that God uses whenever he's speaking to Job, whenever Job is questioning what has happened in his life. Look up a word that is mentioned in the book of Job, I believe chapter 19, called Maseroth. God actually uses this extremely big word in the Bible that Job does not have any understanding of that describes a celestial body of space that even now scientists are still learning about. The Maseroth, M-A-Z-Z-A-R-O-T-H, when you have an opportunity. The Bible doesn't just make predictions, ladies and gentlemen. There are many, many passages in the Bible where God himself makes scientific claims that have been proven over and over and over again. The only scientific claim that atheists seem to be really bothered about is the creation account where it says that God did things in six days. Had they continued to read the Bible, though, they would know that God is an entity that exists outside of time and space itself. So time for God is completely different than how we experience time linear. 
According to the book of Peter, as well as other passages in the Old Testament, as well as New Testament, a second to God could be a thousand years to us. Just a moment, we are nothing more than dust in the wind. And that's not just a quote from the band Kansas, that's from the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. Thousands of years could go by for us, and it would just seem like a sheer blink of an eye for God. Being that that's the case, it is one of the reasons why he doesn't have limitations. And because he's able to exist as long as he is, being in an eternal state, he's able to know all things and he's be able to see things intuitively, as well as be able to have the knowledge of outcomes. Now, there is one thing that people should keep in mind about. Just because someone or something knows everything, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're making something happen. For instance, if a mother or father tells their child, don't go do this or do that, or there will be consequences, even though the parents have knowledge of what is going to happen, it does not mean that the parents are making the child do the wrong thing that the child chooses to do in order to obtain the consequences that are laid out for it. So do not confuse predestination and free will when doing that. There is a difference between knowledge, knowing something, and making something happen. That is the reason why guys like Matt Powell, Kent Hovind, as well as thousands and thousands, perhaps even millions of Christians on the earth, believe that God is by definition supernatural, as is the universe itself. If the universe did not exist, and the very thing that started it, the very thing that had energy and power coming out of it created it, well, any atheist worth his salt or has any kind of sense about himself knows that nature cannot cause or create nature. Nature did not create itself. The atheist will end his arguments and nonsense by asking, well, where did God come from? If time did not exist, and space, and nature, and all that is physical around us did not exist, that would mean that God himself is eternal. It is a stupid question because by definition, and biblically as well as scientifically, God being the prime mover would mean that he is the end of regression. He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha, the Omega. God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio, hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.